All right, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, we we should do this again sometime. Uh, I'm just taking over the show. I'm Kellen Conley, by the way. So we're we're here talking about the thing, and I'm doing so well that Marcus and Cat just left. They've left their own show and left it to me. Um, in case y'all didn't know, I host Hyphen Nation, the Barack Obama approved world's greatest podcast. You may have heard of it. Um, it's available on all kinds of podcast platforms. It's awesome. So, yeah, man, we're we're talking about the thing and John Carpenter. And did you know that uh, the thing was a big old failure? And oh, hey, Marcus, what's up? Hi. I'm not talking with no ice here. A.K.A. Sean Mad Love, A.K.A. Gordon Darks, A.K.A. Four Eye Willie, A.K.A. Pacey Twitter, because I wanna wait for my tweets to be over. I want to know right now, will you retweet? <laughs> Coming at you with this special version of deleted scenes. Everything in this week's episode will be deleted scenes from the 21 Boeing Salute episode that me and Kat recorded with Kellen Connolly, a.k.a. B-Hyphen. This was a real fun episode, and during the night that we recorded this, we got completely sidetracked numerous times, which deleted scenes allows for that, obviously. But it was a really good time with Kellen. We can't wait to have him on again soon. Check it out. Celeb crushes. I I also like the daughter, the brunette daughter in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, the new one, Bill and Ted Face the Music. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but the, I have not the, seen it yet. Uh, Keanu Reeves's daughter is like everything I want in a person. Ain't nothing wrong with that. They're so attractive. It's not fair. Uh, Christian Shaw. Nope. No, no, that's no! my that's my weirdo crush, man. I I, I don't know why. I, I don't watch about that weird little girl. It's like, <laughs> hey, what's up, Christian Salt? Maybe it was Last Man on Earth, man. But I, I watched way too much of that, and I was like, I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian Shaw stand, man. I can't help it. I that's can't help fine. it. You can you can have her. Uh, we don't we don't is, shame on this podcast. So I'm good. Uh, Brigitte uh, Lundy Payne is her name. Uh, we only we only shame necrophiles. That's yes. our one. We do, we do shame necrophiles. Mm-hmm. Uh, Absolutely. But that's all. That's all. Uh, do we though? Do we conclusively do yeah. that? Though? I have I have canonically said that several times. So yes. like okay. we're we're there. Stop um, it, Marcus. Don't make it weird. <laughs> I mean. So anyway, Marcus, stop it. Satan vibe check. I'm gonna tell this dumb story about uh, when I sat down to watch Halloween last night. Um, so I, I sat down, I had some pizza, uh, and I went to turn off the lights in my, in my dining room and all of the lights. And I like, literally this is while the, the credits are playing. Right. So the music is good. Like whatever. Right. 
all of the lights in my house flashed twice, turned on, and then went off. Wow. At which point I just went, Hell ah! no. Hell like, no. No thing. thing was doing a big vibe check. And I was like, I'm going to die vibe here. Checks. The I'm, shape was I'm, coming, fam. Yeah, I was like, oh god, oh god, oh god. And then there's like the friend who has the big fluffy curly hair. And I was like, oh no, that's me. I'm going to get murdered. Like, I mean... Well, with the one that smoked pot or the one that was getting busy? The one that smoked the pot. Uh, you don't smoke pot, so you so you be fine. Memory shot to shit. Yeah, so what, it's... What it's, horror movie is that? It's, um, they go outside and, uh, one of the... It's when they realize one of the guys is the thing. I don't remember which one. Yeah, the one, the one when he shows his arms, he's like, they got me. And he looks real sad. Yeah, and, and he's, he opens his mouth. Um, let me see. Where's my cast list at? Jesus, he has my memory is getting shot. Shout out to you, Corona. But damn, my memory is getting shot. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm over here like drinking, like it's going out of style, and like somehow my brain is fine. Is I it thought about I... it, but I was like, I can't, I can't do that. I gotta be ready. <laughs> is it because? Is it because I? Uh, is it because I played all that brain age as a child and got shamed about how intelligent I was by my video games? Is that? Probably, yes. Probably, yeah. Shame is a powerful motivator. So oh, I'm as someone who spent most of her life feeling ashamed, I know. <laughs> That's why you're the queen of hyphen podcast group. Oh, FYI. please. Um, doesn't she have Hardly. to fight Crystal for that though? Oh yeah, and Crystal has honestly earned it. I think. I mean, I I'm just saying. I'm, I'm happy with a princess a role. Like that's fine with me. Duchess, prime minister, like whatever. <laughs> I'm fine. I really don't know what scene you guys are talking about. Was what it, part of the movie is this in? Hold on, it's Let about me see. the middle. I'm reading the. Uh, there's the blood test. It's before. It's that. Fuchs. It's no, not Fuchs. Not Fuchs. Because that's Fuchs is one of the weird ones because they didn't know if he was about to be assimilated or if he just or if the thing burned his body. Um, I have Showtime. Let me just put this fucking movie on right now. Oh, it's Bennings. Yeah, Bennings. There it is. I think it's Bennings. Let me do. Yeah. Yeah. The malformed humanoid creature assimilates an isolated Bennings, but Windows interrupts the process. McCready burns Bennings. Blair sabotages all the vehicles, kills remaining sled and dogs. It's, it's- the poster is Bennings kneeling outside with his hood up before he takes it down with his arms out because he fell. Oh, okay. And That's the face dope. is just a vortex. I love how, uh, not to interrupt you, Kat, but I love how how gra- how graphically driven uh, Carpenter is as a director. Right? Like he's not just about get the people in front of the camera to say the lines. Like he really thinks about the whole world he's building and like even little details like i mean the man does the freaking scores and then he's sitting there and think about the cover of the the artwork he's like let's not put like sexy man russell up there let's take bennings who is one of the smaller parts of the movie where markets came to remember it yeah and we'll we'll do this to him to get give this dude like he he looks nothing like a- something that's going on in the movie it's a gorgeous graphics package. Yeah. And the other poster is just uh, his face screaming with snow, like obscuring parts of his face. Right. Like It's this kind of abstract thing. It's so good. I love the title card, though. I think it actually 
the title card in the movie is probably one of my favorite of any movie of all. You know time. how he made that, right? How? He uh he did it in a fish tank. Holy like, fuck. Yeah, he did that in a fish tank. I I've read about that before I actually watched the movie. Hold on. Let me read oh my the exact God. quote. Oh it's my pretty God. awesome. Can I read this? I, I need to save this for when we talk about Halloween. But like I just found this review and I'm screaming. Okay. Um, I like want to do a deep dive about the the producer of Halloween though. The Muslim dude? Yeah, Mustafa Akkad. Isn't I remember I listened to when the Ringer did like the the short mini pod on that. Isn't it some wild like Middle Eastern money type shit that happened with that? I have no idea. That's what I want to find out about. Because he's <laughs> yeah, still listed it's... as on the production team of the 2018 one, and he died in 2005. What? <laughs> no, I think something. I because th- I think so the, they the Halloween music starts creepily playing again. <laughs> I think they technically own it, or his family, I guess, now technically owns it. Because I guess it was some shit with the financing or whatever, but... Oh my god, he he was killed in a bombing. Yeah, yo, it's wild as fuck. Wow. I mean, we don't want to make... Well, I don't want to make specifically like I'm making uh, stereotypical remarks, but no, like the guy was in the mix and he got got blown the fuck away. He, He died holding hands with his daughter. Oh, yo, niggas is wildin'. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what to tell you. Oh wow, okay. Uh, the oh, title card. Also, I found. Um, Go ahead, Cat. I'm just sorry. about the 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 uh, one thing about the music and the thing that I love uh, is that they use a lot of organ. Um, and one of the things that uh, organ is kind of shorthand for. Uh, Captain Nemo in 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea plays a lot of organ, and organ can often now be filmed shorthand for a, a like a condensed space. Mm. Okay. Um, and I kind of love this movie because it is in the vein of 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, Alien, whatever, right? Like, there are spaces you can't leave for whatever right. reason. Yeah. And somehow it feels unique in a lot of ways. Um, which, like... I had a big issue with Underwater, which came out earlier this year. God, remember there were movies earlier this year? Uh, I do. That uh, felt like it was trying to rip off Alien. And this, to me, like, there are some things that are similar, like the hallway shots, but it doesn't feel like a takeoff on, you know? And I think that's really speaks volumes to the filmmaker's talent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And uh, at least when Carpenter gave up the um score he gave it to an Ennio Morricone who's yeah. like a, a great composer in his own like he, he I mean he's done tons of western stuff like some of it Jay-Z even sample Marcus so I mean he, he the, the music in his in this film is phenomenal so we've been just talking about the thing forever oh the arms the I just yes. I just got to the scene yes he doesn't talk he makes some gross ass sound you guys are lying to me. No, we didn't say he talked. Somebody said, oh, I think that he, he looked talks real when he's tied to the chair before. Looked... Yeah. And then he gets out there and it's too late. Right. Oh, you should do the I set on fire. I, I may have remembered that. I probably wouldn't have, but. 
Yeah. You even watch movies or you just skim through them? (laughs) I mean, hey, shout out to Jay-Z and shout out to Sparknotes. Marvel Cinematic Universe takes. Like, someday I might show my kids the Avengers if I have kids. I'm not having kids. Some days I might show my nephews the Avengers, but, like, I don't think I'm going to be like, this is the pinnacle of, like, 2012 cinema. Yeah. I might. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I'm, no. I'm, extreme, I'm extremely biased, okay? That's fair. And honestly, the first Avengers is a lot better than some of those other movies. All right, let me let me rephrase that. I don't think I'm going to show any kid, hey, this is Thor 2 The Dark World, and this is the pinnacle of, of 2000s Dark, Dark World's okay, though. Dark World gets a bad rap. I like Dark World. Hey, kid. Uh, this is Ant Man and the Wasp. Uh, You're um, I I I got I, I got actually, nothing I over here. I actually really liked Ant Man and the Wasp. So yeah, I, uh, that's fine. I have um, no problems with any Marvel movie. I've even what? went back. Just, I don't have any, any problems. Any of them? Incredible Hulk. All right, guys, that was before Marvel Studios. I mean, it wasn't before Marvel Studios, but that's yeah, not. Yes, it it's, was. It's owned by Universal. Uh, I mean, that's a part. Even of the even parts. No, I even accept Incredible Hulk. Incredible Hulk can come in and hang out too, because they only did it once. They went to the well once and got him in the universe. That's what they had to do. So it's I'm fine with it. Yes. How could you say something so controversial yet so brave? Um, I got nothing to lose, man. <laughs> Hold on, you, ha- you, Kelly, you hated Captain Marvel, dog. I told you we had this conversation that I've since went back and reevaluated, especially when I was in lockdown, and I went back and rewatched it, and I was like, you know what? I finally see what they're trying to do now. So it's much better the second time through. It took me probably the third time, but yeah. Although my dad fell asleep the first time we watched it, and then he like woke up at the end. And he goes, "What the fuck? None of that made any sense." And I was like, "Dad, you missed the whole middle part that like uh, made it make sense." And then he watched it again the next day, and he just goes, "Ah, <laughs> nailed it." I do think I do like Carol Danvers better in the movies, or or in the comics than I do in the movies. Uh, but that might just be because I've I've known that Carol Danvers for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I like the idea of a a a you know Air Force pilot hire for their faster baby who also wears lipstick. Right. Like in the comics, she's a lot more feminine. Yes, yes, she is. And I think that's okay. Femininity and weakness should not be equated. And like that's a thing that really annoys me about some of the the female characters in Marvel. You know, the reason that that Black Widow can be so strong is because I can't have children and like that. What? Like, get get out of here. Like, you can be a strong woman and be able to conceive. You can be a strong woman and be able to like lipstick. You can be a strong woman and not have to watch your boyfriend get murdered. Like, there are multiple ways to be a strong woman. And Marvel seems convinced that trauma is the only way to turn you into a strong woman trauma equals twi- triggers that's what yeah. they're looking for um so that's like my my kind of overarching problem with the mcu and then all of the women who aren't like traumatized into superheroism are booted out pretty quickly um and even like pepper Potts is trauma like pepper dies I feel like we don't remember yeah. that very much. Pe- Pepper totally died in Iron Man 3. Yeah. Like, she is dead. 
Um, she died? Yeah, and then they shoot her up with those weird chemicals that turn everybody into a super person. Yeah. And it, it saves her life. Bro. This, this is my also, been a guys, long ass year, uh, man. This has been a long ass year. I'm sorry, but like MCU, MCU, MCU. You had Sam Rockwell. And that's uh, how you use him? Okay. Mean, okay. I mean, come on. I mean, Every whoa. time I watch Iron Man 2, and I watched a lot of the Marvel films again when I was in quarantine. I got I got all the way up to Doctor Strange before life kind of went back to normal air quotes. And Sam Rockwell, I hated Avalanche or not Avalanche, Whiplash and Iron Man 2. Sam Rockwell was brilliant in that movie. And then it's like Pepper's of, like, he did it, he did it, take him away. And then it's like, that's it. Picture of the MCU. Right. He he should have been the villain of Iron Man 3. I've been fine with that. Justin Hammer should still be around. Maybe, maybe if we ever get movies again, they'll rectify that. But that that was a huge missed opportunity because I loved him in that movie. He was the best villain. Yeah, no, I yeah, I have some feelings, TM. Anyway, yeah. Tony so. Stark built this <laughs> in a cave with scraps. <sighs> anyway, yes, he um, did. Rest in peace, Tony. He tried so hard and got so far. Um, <laughs> he flew higher than anyone thought he ever would. Sex in the city sidetrack. Nah, man. Yeah, that. Oh my God, she was so fun in that movie. Uh, I'm still I'm, to do I'm the a Sex lot more interested pod, now that her blouse is see-through. <laughs> I caught that cat. <laughs> and Kel, I did catch you would want to do a Sex in the City pod. I do. Um, I just want to have a free for all, man. Because I know wait, y'all wait, going to try to come for Carrie Bradshaw. Wait, 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 wait. Sex in the City pod? Yes, please. Hello. Yes, oh. God. Um, Welcome to the Sex in the City pod. Uh, this is hyphenation. And anyway, let's so, talk about how Carrie is you, way have, overrated. Oh my can god, we, Carrie Bradshaw is the best. Let's. Oh fight. my god, she's the best. By, um, by the best, she means the worst. Oh my god. Okay, but also, worst. have you? I'm gonna have to like get rent a place. I'm gonna have to rent a hotel room just so I can scream into the microphone because there will be <gasps> fighting. There will be arguing. I want Carrie Bradshaw to exist and Sarah Jessica Parker to stop existing. That's how much I'm seeing Carrie. Have you read uh, the book? He's just not that into you, based no, off of Sex I, and the City. No, it's literally a self-help not. book for like young women, and it's just two of the writers of Sex and the City being like, "Honey, no," <laughs> and like, I read it once a year, and then delete a bunch of numbers. Um, it's great. So, I just, I just need to know how can you be a sex journalist? And be that conservative about your actual sex life. Yeah, that's fair. Like, I feel like some is it's a it's Samantha, right? Who's like always going and like getting into some yeah, sort of like Kim Cattrall, sex yeah. Paid, yeah. How yes. was Carrie conservative? One, she um, we can't get into this now because it's can we, can we just start real a quick, new podcast just, just where we watch quick. an episode of Sex and okay. the City a week All right, and so, just talk about it? I would love that so much. <laughs> so. Well, one, she's one, she's biphobic. That, yeah, that's that, true. That loses points right okay. off the bat. Yes. You know who wasn't Kim Cattrall? Like, Kim Cattrall. So it's she's biphobic. She she has 
the least sex of all her friends, and yet she's super judgmental about them and also just other people just like randomly. She That's sleeps. her job. I mean, she's not good at it though. That doesn't mean she's good at it. How is she not good at it? Oh my god. See, man, see. See what I'm telling you, man. The, the jig is people think Carrie Fish is a star. Not hey, Fish, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. don't talk about our princess. People, people think <laughs> Carrie Bradshaw is a star of Sex and the City when it's actually Samantha Jones and her three sidekicks. It, it occurs to me now in this moment that I I've been told believe that you're I, team Samantha right now. I Go dress ahead. like Carrie, but am more like Samantha and in this moment of my life, I have never felt more seen and also offended. <laughs> I mean, Carrie, can, actually, you know, funny, Carrie can dress, but uh, is she the best dress? You know I've what's funny, though? I'm, I'm definitely a Charlotte. <laughs> I'm definitely a Charlotte, yo. <laughs> Wait, can we, can we for real do this? Like, I would love, I would love, like, a podcast in the city. Sex Some- in the podcast. I don't know. <laughs> well, he's Kellen's married, so we can't do the second title. But uh, podcast in the cities is actually oh, not man. bad. Pod, pod in the city, cast right, in I, the city. Uh, where's my yeah, water? get it, get it together. I wish Good I had my Lord. trash fan. Good lord. <laughs> but yeah, man, Carrie. <laughs> Yo, Carrie is not. So long. And I also definitely started watching Sex in the City when I was like 11 and was like, I understand what's going on. And I did not. <laughs> so like, I would love to revisit it. It was one of those shows that um I watched for the wrong reasons. I was like, yeah, I'm going to watch this and see some so boobs. Titties. <laughs> I'm going to see some boobs. And then I got into it. And then I was like, and I was, I was loyal. Like if that, like right now someone turned on Sex in the City, like right in front of me and said, this is going to run for six hours. I'd just be like this. And I wouldn't say nothing to y'all. Yeah, you'd like, hang I don't up know on the podcast it is. because we're know talking too much is. over Sex in the City. I have lost sleep over this show. Like when it went into reruns on like on E and stuff. Yeah. And like I come, I'll be like, all right, I'm gonna get ready to go to bed. Oh, Sex in the City just started on E. Three o'clock in the morning. Let me turn over and go to sleep, man. I can't yeah. help it. It's it's all on HBO Max. That's probably why I don't have HBO Max. <laughs> uh, I I guarantee also Max? just just for the record because I have I'm, bills. <laughs> I'm uh I'm yes, willing to put expensive. I'm willing to put cash money down right now that this show is probably also uh non-monogamy biphobic, like that equivalent. Uh, and like I know a lot of really wonderful yeah. polyamorists and polysexuals, and you know it's a it's a beautiful wonderful spectrum, and you are all welcome on a pod in the city so like please Mar- marcus take a note <laughs> oh you know what we should have we should have like i have a friend who runs a really awesome blog and podcast about non-monogamy mm-hmm. uh, and we could should definitely have her on one of the monogamy shaming or the non-monogamy shaming episodes marcus like, take a note of that too i think <laughs> add it to the log <laughs> uh, i think we should re i think we could really turn it into a wonderful kind of educational redressing of the show while also talking about like the narrative awesomeness of it i, I love all this i, I, think I love really all fun. of this and you know who was on that show that's in big trouble in, or in little china that would be uh kim cattrall yes so <laughs> the more i'm looking at her in wet clothing the more i see what y'all see so like hey cool. hey yeah. there's the, the curls end. man i gotta think for curls at the end of the movie, she's she's like dolled up, 
in this really exaggerated way, which I think you would actually appreciate, Kat. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's really doing the bees knees in that one too. Okay. <laughs> Shout out to the bees and their knees. Job sidetrack. Please tell me this is the worst sidetrack you've ever been on this show. No, it feels like I've come uh, on and I'll just I've just sent this show going fifteen different directions. Oh, it's no. not the worst. No, whenever we're on with Eric, oh, like that, that is, <laughs> bro, the editing on those episodes, bro. Like talk about losing sleep, bro. Remember so. how I said I had the best podcast co-host? That's a huge part of the reason why. Mm-hmm. He knows. He gets it. Like that's why episode twenty-two is just deleted scenes with just Eric. <laughs> it's everything from that same one night of recording. Also, by the way, everyone at my office in my movie, like in the movie chat at the office, now listens to the podcast. Hey, thank you guys. <laughs> thank you to everybody who's listening. Uh, to uh, we should do this again sometime with Cat and Mark. And uh, like, I was doing shook. that. They were like, "Wow, you like." You don't sound the way we imagined because we're all working remotely, so they've never met me. And I was like, right. "Oh, yeah, um, hey, <laughs> hey, it, it's been it's been a while, yeah, since I first saw you. It's been a while dun, since dun, I first saw dun, dun, anyone. Been a while." Damn you, COVID. I met my cubicle mate. I've been working at this this job for almost two months. I met my cubicle mate for the first time this week. I mean, my whole job was like remote. Anyway, so let's actually focus back on Big Trouble in China. <laughs> so why Eddie versus Carpenter? He's like, I hate this idea. Why are you on the show? Marcus, do you have you heard the Eddie Murphy story that's involved with this movie though? I have and not. My please tell Sorry. No, please. Great, greatest song ever. Um, so they they got the original script and everybody hated it. And once they got Carpenter signed on, they redid the whole script because it was a western and they wanted to modernize it. So they redid the whole script and then uh, the studio that put this out which was, let's see, it was 20th Century Fox. Fox yeah. They were worried about a certain film coming out involving Eddie Murphy, where he was also doing something where it was uh, involving like Asian characters and stuff like that. Uh, so they rushed uh, this movie uh, out. The knife. Yeah. And this movie's remarkably better than Golden Child, too. That's it's funny. way better than Golden Child. And it tanked the box office as well. It stunk up the place. And John Carpenter was so jaded, he's like, I'm going back to independent movies. Fuck y'all. <laughs> but they were trying to be Eddie Murphy to box office, sir. Thought you'd get I, a kick out of that. I mean, Eddie's the most one of the most popular like entertainers. Biggest, in biggest the, star in, in Hollywood. World, so Biggest yeah. star in Hollywood still. Remember that? Still sticking with that. More Halloween takes. I just remember being like. I just thought. Like, okay, this is it. Like, he kills without principle. Right. These people annoy him, so he kills them. These people see him, so he kills them. This, Like, he wants Lori because she got away, but, like, it's not... 
he's killing people who gets in the way. He kills the dog. Like he's he kills the dog. He's he's just murdering. He likes a good he likes a good old fashioned kill. Right. Always, Whereas always in this one, that. I feel like he's got this weird like honor code. Oh. Like a, but like not for Lori. Like, like everyone makes fun of her for for actually having the honor code. So if anything, it should be like King Kong where he like kidnaps her and keeps her as a pet. Like <laughs> it fails on its central premise. Even by the way, uh, if you look really carefully, the tow truck has those like sexy lady, like mud flaps. So I'm pretty yeah. sure he kills him for that. Oh, dang. You can't even so, express yourself anymore. Right. My so, God. Like, I, if that's your angle, make that your angle. You know, and then turn the the soft reboot in 2018 into her having this weird, horrible survivor's guilt. Yeah. Don't don't half-ass it. And this is not a dig necessarily at John Carpenter. I don't know what his angle is. If there's an angle, I don't know. But, like, it just seems weird that it happened three times. Or even four times if you count the mudflaps. And not the the central time, the time yeah. that we're supposed to be invested in. Now it's different, but we don't know why. Yeah, I think the problem was the movie made money, <laughs> and it was supposed to be like this one-off thing, probably. And then it's like, oh, you made all this money. How about another? And he's like, huh, not a bad idea. So if looking at it through the scope of knowing there's more to the story. Um, is a lot different than knowing, oh, I'm just going to turn on this this horror movie in 1978 and see what happens. So that's why so many of your questions kind of feel legit, but I really don't feel like he had any plans on answering them. And then he has his franchise on his hands. He's like, oh, shit. <laughs> but, none of them, but none of them, I don't think he was involved, well, at least from the director's side, for any other one than the first. Cause like the I think second... he did too, didn't he? I thought he was involved in two. Well, the second one was directed by somebody else like four years after the original. I think he's EP on he's a, all of them, though. Yeah, like, he's definitely got that check. Yeah. He's at least produced on the next one. Only so. the first sequel was written by Carpenter and Hill. So he did write the the sequel. I now, what? The second one has some wild-ass kills, man. It's Shout not... To- I like four. Four is weirdly okay. Three is super weird, but I like that it's a Three's an anthology. Movie. So the initial yeah. idea for the Halloween sequels that was that they were all going to be different horror stories, like horror movies, that happened to take place on Halloween nights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I I'm like, why didn't we do that? Because the three the number three bombed so it heavy. Bombed bad. But like Yeah, I just wish that that had been the thing, right? And like if we A. Uh, but, like, if we were folding in different elements from the initial ones, like, one year everyone is fucking dressed as Michael Myers for Halloween, like, that would have been interesting at least. Or if there was an imitation one, that would have been an interesting sequel. Instead of just trying to make this... Well, by then, basically, when the original Halloween came out, you then had Jason, well, Friday the 13th come out, and then that the director of that movie basically took Halloween and just dump nothing but teenagers fucking in blood mm-hmm. and then each yeah. each slasher film 
just got grotesquely elevated after that. So that's why by the time we get to Halloween four, like there's already like this subgenre of terrible, terribly done slasher films, but you know, that's kind of like the norm. Mm-hmm. So it was so any sort of like nuance or like development of any kind, like that shit was completely lost by then. Yeah. I don't know. I uh It didn't do it for me. I think this is probably my my lowest rated one. I actually, upon thinking about it further, I gave it a three and a half. Extra scenes one and two. I checked my phone so much during Halloween because I was just not engaged until like the last 40 minutes. I was engaged, but I was... The problem with Halloween for me is like when by the time I got to Halloween again, it was in high school, maybe even early college when I was in watched the full original Halloween. And I just there's just so many other like Freddie was the biggest one like cr- coming up like I was so scared of Freddie. And then there was Jason and and then I kind of found out about Michael Myers. So it really the whole luster of the film just even now it's like I'm just watching. I, I see I see the, the the strokes of brilliance here and there in the film, and I see what Carpenter's trying to do, but I just really feel like I've seen this before every yeah. time I turn it on. You know what? Uh, I think, in, well, maybe not instead of Halloween. Kellen, have, have you seen They Live before? I have not seen They Live. They li- Roddy Roddy Piper oh, wait. stars in They Live. I do. I have seen They Live. Yes, I have. Yeah, yeah I haven't watched. Uh, it's been years since, though. I haven't watched a movie since high school. That movie is really fucking good. Yeah, They that, Live is a good movie. Oh, that's damn. Have you yeah. seen Christine though? Uh, no. Christine I, is oh, nonsense. It's the car. Yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. car movie. The yeah, evil I've car. It's yeah. nonsense, but I love that dumb shit. <laughs> I watched that. The murderous car. <laughs> um, also, just confirmation, uh, David Avalone loves the thing. Um. T- tell tell David I'm a fan, and I'm going to check out his podcast. Is it only on YouTube? Because I couldn't find it anywhere else. I think right now it's only on YouTube, but they're okay. trying to get it approved for everything, but they didn't want to like wait, so they just well, uh, started making it. Gotcha. gotcha. I listen to it while I'm at work, so... There you go. Oh my god, he just sent me this gorgeous Marvel-styled cover of for the thing that one of his artist friends made. Oh wow. Oh, it's gorge. Hang on, I'll download and send. Hills, yeah. Marcus, oh why god, you look gorge. so serious? Kel, do you... Well, it's so funny, like, um, completely off-topic. Yeah. The f- <laughs> theme of the, the f- podcast. The finals, like the the story of the day was like Dak Pro, Dak Prescott breaking his leg and like the actual finals. That oh, was, if, really, that was if nasty. you guys are talking sports, I'm probably gonna hilarious. She's one of them nerds, Kellen, that can't do multiple things. She's just oh, a girl. Uh- Hi. So baseball is like my thing right now, and I like don't like focusing on multiple sports at once. And also, Cam Newton is injured, so I don't care about the Patriots. So like, 
Well, he's injured. He he has COVID-19, so I don't care about the Patriots. Um, So, like, listen, I'm doing the best that I can, but, like, also fencing is suspended indefinitely. So, like, it's really what I care about. I'm sorry my sports are too obscure for you. Um, uh, Baseball? I can talk some baseball. (laughs) First of all, the Nats are not in it, so... This is not the baseball talk hour, but like my man. Speaking of Rona, fucking Juan Soto caught the Rona. Damn. Oh, you didn't know that? No, I, I had not seen that yet. I just sent you both a comic cover independently, so check your Facebooks. Sent a photo. He um. Oh damn. He, he caught it at right? the beginning of the season. No, I I didn't know that. Damn, that's yeah, that's yeah. Well, fuck you too. That's dope. Oh, That's are you real... sure that? Oh yeah, never mind. I I see the the cover, the the base cover in this kind of context. So I like how they marked out the comics code. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nope. That is Ew. getting. That is getting the heart, the heart emoji. Um, I don't think Dak's injury overshadowed the finals, man. But the fact there was a blowout, it just no. made it over. It just kind of made made it a little bit less eventful, you know. Bro, it's Braun year seventeen. I was happy. I watched the whole damn thing because I needed to see LeBron win. Jesus, what, what did I do wrong? Jesus, I, I I'm sorry. I let you down again, Marcus. Jesus. <laughs> can't do anything right i don't i don't listen to right music i go to bed too early i know that i i don't i don't watch tv i don't watch game of thrones i know that i don't watch anime i know that i'm a failure i I understand this i know that it's funny you name everything yeah man but if you guys are really down to the sex in the city shit man don't play with me yeah actually don't play with me I will send you both copies of He's Just Not That Into You so we can cover that episode properly. Okay. Damn. It's a fun read. I, I, It's so funny. I was, I did a Marcus rewatch. Can't read. That, that's what's I mean, so basically. funny. It's never learned. Basically. I mean, I like, my editing is terrible on my blog, so, I mean, it's obvious. <laughs> Like yeah, to the one person who who reads it and like, hey, you missed this, 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 this. I remember, I remember fucking Maps did that one time, but oh, did he? Yeah, it was like he I, who should not be spoken of. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I was, I mean, one hand, I was appreciative because I made the error or whatever, but it was kind of like, well, this uh, kind of get dig a little more, but anyway. Also, you guys should definitely check out my new cover photo on Facebook. Well, the cover I saw your. I accept that invitation. Let's see. I saw your new picture. Did um Dan take that? Yeah, or that's did... Dan. I think I sold on his Instagram first. Wow, that's funny. Holy shit! Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. She is, is this so from bad. last year? Well, not last year. 2018. I That's think. from 2018. She is so bay. I don't care. I don't care. Oh no, she's so bay. True Lies only is one of my favorite movies because of her. If she wasn't, oh, the black dress and True Lies, boy, bro. Woo! So when like 
when Schwarzenegger's sitting in that chair with the with the recorder, he's like, he's like, now, do this. And she's all stumbling around. I'm like, she's so nerdy, but she's so sexy. Oh, my God. They Kat, felt sexy. Have you ever seen She Lies? No. Oh, she don't it's... need to see it. She just needs to see Oh, my see God. Oh, my God. Her underwear? Did you Shit, run she me lies? over with her. Fuck. Oh, Fuck. the abs. The abs. Very underrated oh. in that scene. I also, like, I feel like we don't talk about how attractive she was in fucking uh, Trading Places enough either uh, you you gave a solid amount to uh that episode because <laughs> i was uh y'all said it and i was like yes okay check mark like god because then y'all meant you mentioned that you felt like she didn't have to be as nude yes and i was like but i see you. i'm not i'm not complaining <laughs> in concept but i am complaining because it is sexist as hell uh also she still has that dress and she tried it on like a year or two ago on Instagram and she still looks hot. Fits it. Yeah. Of course she did. Um she's such a baddie. Oh no, she's fucking great. Sing it louder. She's fucking great. Hey, hey, hey. Uh oh god, like this bra though. Ugh. And she got a Joan Kamala shirt on. She riding. Fuck yeah. Yeah, she ate. I'm about to get lost in the IG. <laughs> it's just yo my yo my IG algorithm at this point. Oh yeah, we went over this last week. Jeez, that was wild. It's just that was wild. That was on the last episode, right? I think so. Oh, I it's funny. I think I I sent a screenshot to Kellen and like. Um, Eric, about what it is now. It's it's basically this, it's legit just rare sneakers and thick women. Like that's that's all the explore pages for me now. And I'm Jesus Christ. I, I have Jason and Freddie. <laughs> oh, yo, look at this shit. Look at this. Good Lord, Marcus. I gotta go. I got I got no women on mine now. I got oh, shoes. I got Jordan Spider Man. I got some interracial couple. Who's that? Oh, <laughs> no, that's you that's Devon Dudley. So <laughs> I didn't mean to. I thought I was getting that because I'm in an interracial relationship. Um, that's Devon Dudley. Uh, so basically, wrestling, you... dogs, Kobe, Ninja Turtles. There and there's a wrestler. Yeah. Uh, so, did you see that Joey Ryan has found Jesus now uh, as, as an apology has. for all of the bad things he's ever done? He started like posting pictures from his fucking confirmation, and he's like, I never "The devil, the devil put a thorn in my flesh so I would know I did something wrong and come back to Jesus." And I'm like, "Have you apologized to the the women and men that you have assaulted yet?" I never fuck with him. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Yep. Who's Joey Ryan? Who is he's this? He's that wrestler who had the dick gimmick a few months and when all yeah. those all that shit came out from Hollywood ago Zone. Uh, about um about like wrestlers doing being like sex like sexually aggressive and shit. He was like named like seven times. People oh, came forward. There you go, thirty nine. Yeah, and it was obscene number. I give out below them. He was also on the episode of RuPaul's Drag Race I was rewatching recently, and I was like, Ugh. His uh. 
tag team partner for a long time, Candice LeRae, though. I adore her. Uh, well, and Candace she's on a podcast awesome. I love. And then literally three days after the podcast dropped, everything came out about Joey Ryan. And she was like, oh, my God. I, I had no idea. Like, I talked positively about him on this podcast. I was like, oh, my God. Like, And I was just like, baby, no, it's okay. We understand. Right. It's okay. I, I heard about that. Yep. It was real bad. It was a it was an oof. But yeah, now he can never do RuPaul's Drag Race again uh, because he found Jesus. Lord, wasn't Jesus like doing quasi drag? I mean, wore, listen, wore dresses. Hey, Jesus, Jesus hung out with twelve men and hey. prostitutes. Hey. I am more like Jesus than most of the people who claim to be like him. Just more targets for Michael Myers, man. Dun, 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 dun. Do you think Mike Myers could kill Jesus? Not Mike Myers. Michael Myers, yeah. If my if if he had some some sweet sweet premarital sex, which he probably did. If his nips were out for Harambe, then uh, game over for Jesus. <laughs> Jesus' nipples were out a fair amount. Like uh, he was a sh- he was a shower, not a grower. No, he just <laughs> sees him hanging on the cross and just starts stabbing him with a kitchen knife. And in the, no way, man. Instead of instead of the normal Halloween music, you gotta do the choir. So it's like ta 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 ta. Two and a half hours of audio. <laughs> this has been. Sorry, we should honey. do this again sometime. Bro, we don't sign off here, nigga. This ain't this ain't that type of gig. You know what? You know what? I, once again, I'm sorry, Marcus. I came in here and embarrassed you in front of your great co-host and this wonderful person who does these podcasts for free. Da-da, and da-da. I, I was really nervous da-da, and I da-da. stuttered a lot. And, and I just, I just wanted to, I just wanted to come in and hit a couple jumpers, man. And all you do is d- d- just downplay me. It really hurts, man. Bro, you're oh, not no. Bob Barker, bro. That's a solid price is right. I'm home. I feel like I'm homesick from school. No, she ain't wrong. I used to watch in the summer, yo. When I was home from the summer, I was like, oh, it's 11 o'clock. Time to see. Time to watch Price is Right, man. Have your pet spayed and neutered. That's exactly what I was getting ready to say. Damn it, Mark! I was I was getting ready to say something, and you stole it from me. And I just try so hard to live up to your sti- your standards standards standards. I'm done. <laughs> the bit's over. I said standards, and I drooled on myself trying to say standards. Jesus. Listen, standards you know, are hard. You know that that's what she makes the episode right. It better not make the goddamn episode, Marcus. It may make the, literally like the pre-intro. I drew <laughs> four seconds. I drew it on myself. Can you like put a clip in it like Jamie Lee Curtis? I drew it on my or Kurt Russell. I drew it on myself. Can it yeah. not be like me being an asshole and and like doing a bit and like? No, you you got to get one where Kurt Russell says like, "Can you stop rubbing your body up against me? It's very distracting." And I drooled a bit, like. <laughs> Drooled on my chin, yo. <laughs> I thought for sure. I would gladly say. drool on my chin for Kurt Russell. I'm just saying. I would okay. drool on anything he asked me to. Same. 
Same. I legit thought you would have said Big Trouble was the better one, was a better Kurt to do at least. It's the beard and the hair, man. Come on. I'm not. I'm not a big beard person, but like, I don't know. Yeah. Are, are, all right, let's let's revisit this real quick. Cause like, are we talking like, hi. <laughs> hi. He's been he's been alone with a couple of guys, and he's straight <laughs> presenting. So I'm assuming he's straight on a base oh. in Antarctica for. Sp- how Speaking long? Hi. Hello. Speaking of that, I was go- I was going to say like you could have you could have extrapolated this to be like a a quasi tale of well like people scared of like the AIDS epidemic like oh yeah you have, yep, you yep. have yeah all these men secluded and then this phantom virus is picking off everyone one by one. I also think it's about communism. Like the very initial version, which is like came out in the fifties, oh, I think. Wow. Oh, oh, for sure. Everything was about communism in the fifties. Uh, and and yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. No, but like he's been alone for how long? So Hi. long. Right. It's like been so long since I seen the lady. I who's I'm, the, I'm into bottoms? that. I'm into that frantic <laughs> shit. Who's who are the bottoms? Windows. Windows is definitely a bottom fam. I think Windows is a switch. You think he's a switch? I think he's a switch. I think Childs is a. He's definitely a. He's not a bottom. He's oh, not okay. a bottom. Ah, no, nah, he, no, nah, he, he wants you to think that he's a top, but he bending it over. He's too nibbling it. <laughs> oh, so he's a power bottom. Got it. Okay. <laughs> we do love us a power bottom. I think power bottoms don't get enough respect. Of all the conversations I expected to have tonight. Okay. My wife worries about me sometimes. It's fine. We're all worried about everybody all the time. If you're a divorce, I just just think that you're going to confirm some things for me. Well, it is what it is, honey. If I love who I love, what's wrong with that? What's love got to do? Got to do with it. Marcus, let's play Among Us. Thanks for listening to the week's episode of Deleted Scenes. Next week, Kat and I will be back with some more Christmas classics. But until then, be safe. Love you. Bye. Follow Kat at Kat underscore Chinetti on Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram. Follow Marcus at Showin' Mad Love. S H O W I N M A D L O V on Twitter and Instagram. Follow the show on Twitter at Cat and Mark. And join our We Should Do This Again Sometime Facebook group. Read us at catseesmovies.tumblr.com and the Mark Rob. T H E M A R C R O B dot WordPress. Com. This podcast is executive produced by Kellen Conley and Eric Greenlee. Thanks for listening. We should do this again sometime. This, this is, is, is a hyphen podcast production. Are you not entertained? Whisper. Atmospheric whispering. I'm eating hot chips. Sounds real barfalicious. It was barfalicious. My breath is barfalicious. 
We love to hear it, folks. This is what you pay to see. Yeah. Don't forget we have a donate button on our website. <laughs>